1: Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Wednesday, it's September 28th. It is 2022. We have a 12-game baseball slate to talk about here today. I'm joined by my good buddy, Will Priester, Chief Justice06. Chief, what's happening, my friend?
2: Nothing much, man. Another day, another dollar. And uh, glad to come on with you, talk some MLB uh, which, which is you know, somewhat winding down real soon in terms of uh, the season. Then, of course, we'll get into the playoffs and wild cards and stuff like that, championship series. So I'm, uh, I'm excited about that, and uh, I'm excited about the football season. M- NBA's coming up. Hockey's coming up. Uh, and, and I know I mentioned that from time to time, man, but I, I'm really grateful to be able to come on and, and talk some sports with you, man. I, I, I feel like I have the best job in the world.
1: Yeah, we do. Um, anybody in the Florida area? Prayers out to you. Hoping that everyone stays safe with the storm. Um, I obviously live in Florida, so I've been watching it a lot. I'm going to put myself as questionable for the podcast on Friday um, right now. So we'll see how that all plays out. But uh, just want to good thoughts your ways hopefully if you're in the tampa area and you're close to the coast you evacuated because it looks bad we are brought to you by sleeper fantasy sleeper is a unique prop based fantasy site where you can enjoy you know grinding with your friends in a fun social way with their squads you can join the rotor grinder squad by using promo code grinders for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars so if you deposit a hundred you'll get a matching up to another hundred so check them out like i said right when you use the promo code grinders you instantly get put in the rotor grinder squad um link in the description of the podcast as well so if you haven't already check them out um again i i'm a i'm a huge fan i know Will you love fantasy props? Um, I don't know if you've ventured over to Sleeper or not yet, but I'm I'm loving the the platform. It's very easy to use, and also, I mean, it's just kind of cool with the squ- the squad chats. I mean, I'm I'm copying uh, college football stuff in there all the time. Oh yeah,
2: that that's. Uh, I mean, that's. It, it's, it's amazing man um when, when you're able to do stuff like that and just kind of tell people um, randomly it's it, it's super fun so I, I'm, I'm with you man L- love it and uh, can't wait for for it all to come together for you hopefully you uh, you continue to make some money.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I love college football, but I'll be the first to say that I do not research for college football. I have enough going on on the weekend. So, I mean, it just adds some some sweat to the game. Let's jump into this baseball slate. Like I said, 12 games. It started with Atlanta at Washington, 8.5 total in this game. The Braves, a 220 favorite. Odorizzi against Josiah Gray. Any interest here in Odorizzi? Uh, I don't
2: want to play Rizzi at all, even though it's you know uh, against Washington. Like I, I just don't trust him right now against anyone. Uh, Washington's got some guys that that can hit, and so um, I'm 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 not playing Rizzi.
1: I mean, he he's extremely cheap, um, and I and I get that. And the Braves are playing for something. Also like the flip side of that conversation is the Braves are playing for something. Jake Odorizzi starts struggling here. He's getting yanked. Um, Yeah. So I I mean, I I don't want to play Odorizzi. I'm with you and I don't want to play Josiah gray. Uh, I mean, the Braves are going to roll out their normal lineups, very good lineups. I mean, kind of right-handed heavy at the top. And I mean, that's where Josiah gray kind of benefits, but I still think there's enough lefty power in this lineup for me to pass on Josiah Gray.
2: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think he'll be fine, but I'm with you. I think he's a must-play today. We we got too many too many games for us to be taking a chance with him. I think the only thing that has me intrigued, Steve, is the price at 7,300. Like that, to me, that's fair.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's that time of the year where so many teams aren't really playing for anything. So, I mean, you have no idea where you're getting pitch count wise out of a lot of these guys, but I think we can both agree. Aaron Nola, clear cut, top option on the slate today Um going up against the Cubs. If he gets 90 pitches here, um I mean, he's just in a great spot. So, a uh, battle for SP 2 whether or not you want to pay up or not. Um, any interest here in Atlanta Braves? Bats? Yeah,
2: uh, I, I don't think I want to stack them in terms of full stack. I feel like I want to pick and choose today. I do think Gray is going to get some strikeouts, but he's also going to give up some runs, and that's that's the random part. You talked about these lefties, man. Um, I mean, gosh. It, you know Harris man he he I'm not saying he's going to be a slate breaker today but gosh he sure feels like it um at 4900 I like him a bunch Rosario has started to kind of creep into the lineup uh, a, a bit here um as we've gone down the stretch I mean just at 2600 Stevie like that I mean I think you have to consider it like that that might be my uh under 4k2 hits today like Eddie Rosario even even though um, he hasn't been great. I, I still think at 2,600, if he crashed the lineup, um, that's an incredible price for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, Harris, ground ball hitter, fly ball pitcher, same old, same old when I talk about this. But I, I love this spot for him. Love the spot for Olsen. I mean, I think the Braves stack very much in play here against Gray odorizzi is hittable i mean he has a 5.5 xfib he's really struggled with right-handed power bats this season so the nice thing is the power in this lineup comes from the right-handed side manessis voight call um are the power bats in this lineup so i i think odorizzi is someone you could you know try to get uh, a home run or two off of here
2: yeah for sure um I am not afraid of Jake Rizzi. I've said that. Um I mean if I had to choose anyone right now, I mean Manessis is going down in price, Stevie. I think he was 5600. Yeah, he was 5600 the day before this podcast and now he's 5100. Like he's a good he's a really good play today. Uh sign me up. Um he's probably one of my favorite um uh, uh Washington bats on the slate, I don't ever hate Caesar Hernandez because he's at the bottom of the order now, and you know he can get some hits. But Monesis, I mean, he's been churning fantasy points. Like
1: him a lot. Yeah, I mean the the thirty year old rookie, right? Um, I mean a journeyman like this guy was drafted by the Braves in twenty eleven, I think. Um, I was reading about him the other day, but just impressive. I mean, finally getting a shot in majors. He's been with Atlanta, Philly, Boston, now Washington, and Listen, he is making the most out of it and I think he's definitely earning a spot, if not a starting spot on the team next year uh, with this push here down the stretch. So really cool to see. Um that's what I mean that's what happens when you have these call-ups here late in the season. It's their chance to shine and uh Manessis has definitely been shining for sure. We got the Yankees yeah. and the Blue Jays Garrett Cole against Mitch White. Yankees clinch tonight. Um I don't know what that looks like and what this lineup looks like for today. I don't know what we're looking at for Garrett Cole pitch count wise. They really can't go anywhere now. Like they've won the AL East. They're not catching the Astros. I know judge is probably going to be in the lineup, but it wouldn't shock me if he gets a day off here. Um, What are we doing with Garrett Cole today? I mean,
2: Stevie do. They don't really have any reason to roll him out for a full complement of pitches. I mean, but I mean, is, is he gonna is he gonna pull a Scherzer on the uh on the Yankees and say no, let, let me go? Like, I mean, I feel like they could get away with 75 pitches this game, don't you? Like, I, they could.
1: I think he throws closer to like 85. <sighs> I mean, I
2: essentially, would, essentially I, I'm fading him, probably.
1: Yeah, I don't think I'm, I'm playing fade. him. I mean, in tournaments, I definitely, like large field tournaments, I think you can take some shots on Cole in this spot. I mean, Toronto, very right-handed heavy offense, and Cole has a 30% K rate against righties this year, with a 50% ground ball rate. So, I mean, yeah, I, I could definitely see Cole pitching well in this game, but... I think I'm going to stay away from Cole in this one, um, and honestly, I don't have a ton of interest in Mitch White. Do you?
2: No, not at all.
1: Unless he gets like the B Yankee, like the B Squad.
2: You mean you mean the guys from the Charleston River Dogs, my local uh, minor league team? Yeah, the B <laughs> they B are squad. Yankees affiliate,
1: <laughs> and it wouldn't shock me um, for them to roll out a really like they are off on thursday and they go back to yankee stadium on friday i wouldn't be shocked if judge sits tomorrow like let him clear his head let him you know go back four walks today i know man i watched (laughs) i was watching every at bat is he's not going to get many good pitches like yeah he's not it's just we'll see i i mean I'm not playing Mitch White regardless unless the lineup yeah. is really, really bad. As far as the Yankees' bats, um, I mean, I'm t- I'm struggling outside of Judge to look at the Yankees today because I, I just – I don't know if they roll out a normal lineup today.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on this one. I mean, we're, we're in the dog days now. So um, I, I'm with I, – and I think we can fade the Yankees. I will say this, if the Yankees – if the big boys come to play, I am interested against Mitch.
1: Very five. interested. Yep.
2: Yeah, but I think this is one of those those things we we just take it on the pod and we say if they if the big boys play, you stack them against Mitch. If they're out, you probably still fade Mitch and just don't touch the Yankees.
1: Yeah, I mean if if Judge plays and no one else plays, they could really pitch around him. Yeah. No one has any yeah. interest in pitching to him right now. Barrios pitched to him in his first at bat, but he's not—he's not getting good pitches to hit. And yeah, yeah. And the Yankees—I mean, like
2: you said, I—I I mean, what reason do they have to do anything? None. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Eight, I mean, eight and a half up on on the Blue Jays.
1: They're not going to sit guys every day down the stretch because you want your guys to keep getting at bats. But they're clinching. They're drinking some champagne. Tonight they can't catch the Astros. I mean, I think this is a a spot where we see a really weak Yankees lineup, and they they take Thursday, travel back to New York, and face Baltimore, and try to keep Baltimore out of the playoffs on Friday. You know, and we see Judge at the top of the order on Friday in Yankee Stadium, ready to hit number sixty-one.
2: As long as they don't walk, start walking them intentionally.
1: (laughs) We'll see. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Baltimore has young pitchers and the young guys. I mean, they're going to try to strike them out. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Toronto bats, any interest in the Blue Jays here? No. Even on a short lease, Cole,
2: I don't want to do it.
1: Nope. Because even if Cole gets like 90 pitches, I don't think he goes over 100, but if he gets like 90 pitches, nope. I uh, just. Yeah, nope. You nope. know what?
2: Man, Stevie. See, now, Stevie, you've got my wheels turning. I wonder if they give us a Garrett Cole pitch count prop tomorrow. Wow.
1: I doubt it. Maybe.
2: If if they do, I'll I'll be watching for it.
1: Man. If it comes in at, like, 95, I'm taking the under.
2: Yeah, I'm with
1: you.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, man, I'm, I'm with you on that.
1: All right, we got Baltimore at Boston. Dean Kramer against Rich Hill in this one. Nine total. Red Sox a 120 favorite, and I've said this twice this week, but I don't understand why the Red Sox are a favorite in this game. Uh, Dean Kramer against Boston. Any interest here in Kramer? Um, He's
2: 6,500. Just had an immaculate outing against Houston. I don't, I don't. Mm. He's right in the middle for me. So I'm, he's lukewarm. So I'm probably just not going to play him at all.
1: Yeah. I mean, this series has been a slobber knocker. Um, like they, uh, they're still playing right now on Tuesday night and they have scored a combined 22 runs and they scored 22 runs. <laughs> On Monday night, I mean... Yeah, Cedric Mullins was on
2: fire that game. But, I mean, he started with a home run. Thinking think he had a triple his next at bat. Just raking.
1: I'm not playing Kramer in this spot. For some reason, the Red Sox decided now's the time to hit. Kramer's not a huge strikeout pitcher. I'm going to pass on him. And then Rich Hill on the other side of this game. Low strikeout pitcher, especially against righties. I think you see a good amount of righties in this lineup. So, I mean, I'm out on Rich Hill.
2: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely.
1: As far as the Baltimore bats go, I mean, Mountcastle at 41, Hayes at 33 are very fairly priced. But my favorite Baltimore bat today is going to be Santander. This guy is scorching hot right now. He hits with power from both sides of the plate. Red Sox bullpen is gassed. I mean, I think this is a great spot for Santander. For sure.
2: And they're giving us Rutschman also, Stevie under 5K. Um he hasn't been
1: great from the right side of the plate, but he is a very talented hitter. Yeah. Um I,
2: I don't I don't think Rich Hill will be on there a very long time for what it's worth.
1: Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just keeping it real today. Um, we have like a week left of baseball. Um yeah. yeah. I mean, as far as the Boston bats, I think they're stackable today. Kramer, low strikeout. And like I said, for some reason, Boston's like, hey, let's score some runs and try to keep, you know, Baltimore out of making the playoffs. So uh, I think this is a spot you could definitely stack the Red Sox. Yeah,
2: for sure. And the prices are pretty fair across the board for Dugo 41, JD 42, Fan 45. Devers is 55. I think it was 58 last late. Yeah, 58 last late. So I, I, I'm in on, on the Baltimore, on Boston and Baltimore side of this game. This is, uh, once again, You talked. I think you used the right term here, slobber knocker. Like,
1: man. It's going to be something. Um, it's going to be a very, very interesting baseball game. Because um, I, I think, like, we're getting to the point where I think Baltimore has to win out. Um, if they end up losing this game on Tuesday night, I think they have to win out. So who knows? So hard to keep track of all this stuff. But anyway, Miami at New York facing the Mets. Lazardo against Tajan Walker. Seven total in this game. Mets a 200 favorite. Uh, Lazardo, 8,100. The Mets, I mean,. They are one of the toughest teams in baseball against right-handed pitching. But, I mean, they're not the best team in baseball against left-handed pitching. Any interest here in Lazardo?
2: Oh, man, Stevie. I... The price is f- fair. I mean, it's $8,100. he has got strikeout stuff. I don't think I want to do it, though. The, the Mets scare me enough at that price. If he was... 6,500 I'd be in.
1: Yeah, I mean, he he has a 28% K rate on the season. Depending on the lineup, if they roll out a bunch of lefties, this dude has a 33% K rate against lefties. So if he was a little bit cheaper, I think I'd have a ton of interest. But, I mean, I, I'm going to leave it to let's see what the lineup looks like. But right now, I don't have a ton of interest in Lazardo. So, yeah. I do, however, have a lot of interest in Tajon Walker on the other side of this game. The Marlins are trash. The Mets are in a battle with the Braves right now. And the Braves um, keep
2: raking right now. Like it's just it's
1: it's definitely the most entertaining like follow throughout, you know, because the Dodgers are in, they have won uh the division. They are going to win the NL, but I mean Who's going to be the two-seed in the NL is super interesting with the Mets and Braves. Who's going to win that division? Um, So a ton of fun right now. Both already
2: clinched wild card, which is good. Oh, yeah. They're in. Yeah, yeah.
1: But you want that bye. You want that bye. I mean, listen, we're
2: half game as of yesterday. Should win tonight. Let me check. Last I checked, we were up.
1: Mets lost, I think. Yeah, I think it's still half a game after tonight. I think it goes a half a game the other way, though, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, Mets lost. We won. So there you yeah, go. It
1: should be a half a game the other way. Yep. Um. Super yeah, but I mean Todd's on Walker with the Mets playing for something, I think this is a good spot to look at Walker here against a weak Miami team. He's at seventy nine hundred. He is. He's too cheap. Not a huge strikeout pitcher, but he's someone that can go ninety plus pitches here. And you know, he just put up thirty five fantasy points against this team. Two weeks ago.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Not expecting that, but I mean, if he can get anywhere in the 20s at that price range, Stevie, I think we'd accept that. 23, put up 23 against Pittsburgh. I'd absolutely take 23 points today. Um, I'm with you, light walker here against Miami.
1: Any interest in the Miami Bats? No. Yeah, I don't have any interest. Any interest in the Mets Bats?
2: Ironically, no. Um, I, I have enough respect for Lazard. I just. I don't think Lozardo has an upside game here, which is why he gets to fade.
1: Pete Alonso against lefty, not the greatest ballpark in the world, but I think we at least need to mention him. Um, Escobar and Kana are good against lefties as well, but I'm probably not going out of my way to play the Mets in New York here. Philadelphia at Chicago. One book has a total out at six and a half. Um points bet minus 190 to Philadelphia. So I'm assuming that we're not gonna have crazy wind in this game. Um, so you see a total that low. Nola against uh Winskinski, Winski, um uh, Wisninski, wasinski I don't know. I'm super <sighs> tired. Don't hold me to it. Nola ninety seven hundred. I mean Philadelphia is in a great spot to make the playoffs, um, but they need to keep winning, you know, because one of the Braves and the Mets are going to win or be in the Padres are looking really good. And it's, it's really going to come down to Phillies and Brewers. So I expect Nola to get the ball here and say, Hey, you're going until you're, you're not going. Um, I think his ceiling is massive. I think he's by far the best pitcher on the slate tonight.
2: I'm with you 100%, man. I definitely think he's up there. And speaking of that, you know this this is the spot in the year where we start tracking. I mean, Phillies 83 and 70, uh, Brewers 82 71, Padres 85 68. Like th- this is make break time for all of these teams that are still chasing playoff glory. So I'm with
1: you, Nolan. It definitely- like it's it's such a weird race this year because there's just not as many teams like battling for playoff spots.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm with you. Nola at at, at 9700. Uh, he's I mean, I think you have to consider him a good spot against against the Cubs here. Um, he he should dominate this matchup.
1: All right, any interest here in Hayden Wisinski?
2: I don't hate it, Stevie. I mean
1: shown big upside recently. Yeah,
2: I mean, at, at 7,600, I mean, you know, six, 6 and 7Ks, I'm not completely afraid of Philly. If the weather's in our favor, which it should be, I, I'm i willing to take a shot on him considering three of his four games have been over 20 fantasy points. One, one was near 30 at 29.5. That was against Cincinnati. Uh, put up 26 against Colorado, 22 against Pittsburgh. I, I'm willing to roll the dice in.
1: And what's crazy is like the under underlining numbers support this. Like everything um everything supports this. So I'm pretty sure didn't he come over in the Rizzo trade? I think he's like a top 15 prospect in this organization. Um yeah. pretty sure he came over in the Rizzo trade. I could be wrong. Um but yeah, I mean Oh, all, all, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I think that this is a spot he has some upside. Or was not the Rizzo trade? It was for Scott Efros. I knew he came over from the Yankees. I just didn't remember how. Oh, anyway. Um But yeah, I mean, I, I think this is a, a very playable pitcher. Strikeout upside is there. He's had some good matchups so far. Like he's faced Cincinnati, Colorado, and Pittsburgh. So we will see more. I think tonight in this game, as far as like what he's going to do against a little bit better offense. But I mean, yeah. I think he's in play. Any yeah. interest here in the Philly bats? Uh, no, actually. Um,
2: I'm just gonna let him sit on the
1: shelf. Yeah, I mean, you can take shots on Schwerber, Harper, Hoskins, Ramuto. If the wind's blowing in, though, I'm probably going to pass. I don't see myself playing these guys today. But, and I yeah, that's have, what I'm
2: banking on. I'm banking on yeah. good pitch.
1: I have no interest whatsoever in the Cubs' bats here. Oh, no. No, negative. Not going to do it. Chicago White Sox, Minnesota Twins, seven and a half total in this one. Pick em game. We got Cueto and Winder. Any interest here in Johnny, the man, Cueto? No. After all that hype, I just hyped him up big time. I'm like, I'm Johnny Cueto's hype man. No interest. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with you. Low strikeout pitcher, 15% on the season, 5x VIP. A lot of regression to his numbers. And, I mean, we've seen it a little bit here recently. He just... No, nope, 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 nope. Um any interest here in Josh Winder?
2: I don't think so, Stevie.
1: It I mean, he really hasn't shown big upside strikeout wise. Yeah. 15 and it's, a half percent in the 80s, but yeah. Yeah, 5.8 x really struggling with like right-handed power bats and Abreu Eloy. Vaughn, I, I, w- I wouldn't call necessarily Andrus a power bat, but this lineup's going to be very right-handed heavy. Um, so I think I'm going to pass on Josh Winder here.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. And listen, we're seeing Andres isn't a power bat. But he's been a couple hours.
1: He still isn't a power bat. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I just... Ugh. Yeah. Anyway... Any interest here in the White Sox bats?
2: Yeah, I I do have slight interest. I feel like, you know, with this team, we've played them all year based on their talent, low based on their upside. And, man, we we probably – I feel like we haven't gotten enough of those 10-plus run games with three or four home runs in there. But uh, I think this is a spot that it's possible they could get it done. Uh, so of course, you know, Eloy. I don't have to sell you on him a I don't you. I don't have to sell you on him. Uh, you know, yes, has been back in the lineup. He's kind of on a cheap catcher alert. So I think there are enough pieces to uh to attack. And uh I, I think the salaries mm-hmm. just they're balanced out re- really well. Uh even Andrew, he's 4K. Uh, he's just, you know, he was raking at one point. Of course, he's calmed down after that stretch, but uh, who says he can't pick it back up today?
1: Yeah, I mean, I've stacked them all year. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to stop now. A week left in baseball. <laughs> uh, so. uh, yeah. yeah, as much as I want to. Um, Minnesota, I mean, I think you could try. They're really cheap. They're really, really, really cheap against Cueto. So if you want to do like a, a maybe like a two man or even a three man stack, I wouldn't talk you off of that here with Minnesota.
2: Yeah, absolutely not. Um, here's my question though, Stevie. As much as I hate Cueto, man, the ground balls, like my gosh, like the, he he doesn't give up a lot of runs. Um, he just. He just doesn't have strikeout upside. Uh, I mean, he did give up five against Oakland, but generally speaking, like it, it, giving up rushes is very low. I don't think I really want to play anyone for Minnesota, even I hate Quito.
1: Fair enough. Um, it's more of just pricing for some of these guys. Like Jake yeah. Cave with some power is always someone that I don't mind rolling out there. Correa, 4,900. He's not like necessarily cheap, but you know nick gordon back in the bigs uh, yeah. not a huge power guy but he's someone that can run if he gets on base so they probably don't love minnesota it's just they're cheap <laughs> st louis at milwaukee uh seven total in this game the brewers a 140 favorite quintana against woodruff any interest here in jose quintana
2: I mean, the pitch counts up. You know, Milwaukee was was striking out a pretty good amount at 6,700. I think I'll roll the dice on Quintana. I think I will absolutely do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, my only like, my only concern it's it's just this time of the season is something that we have to talk about this all the time. But I feel. um Cardinals are up 6-2 right now in the ninth. If they win, they clinch the NL Central. They're not catching the Mets or Braves or Dodgers for the 2 seed. Um, so 6,700 is a fantastic price here for Quintana if he was going to go out and throw 100 pitches. Um, he was one of my favorite pitchers coming into the slate, but even at 80-85 pitches, I still think he's very playable here.
2: Yeah, it's it's just the price, and
1: you know they're not gonna they're not gonna sit down in this game, right? Like even if they no. clinch, they wanna try to keep the brewers out of the playoffs. I mean it's a division rival. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean I, I like um yeah, I like Quintana at sixty seven hundred. I think that yeah. price is too cheap. This team is really bad against left-handed pitching. Quintana is not someone that typically gets blown up. Um, the last time he allowed more than two earned runs in a game was July 15th in course. So I like Quintana a lot in this spot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Woodruff on the other side, he has definitely turned on the strikeouts here down the stretch. Um, If you get a normal Cardinals lineup here in tournaments, I, I definitely think he's playable because he has big strikeout stuff. Um, They're not a huge strikeout team. They're one of the lowest strikeout teams in baseball.
2: Yeah, at 10K today, I don't think it's worth it to play Woodruff over Nola. Um, Maybe you want to get on some early Woodruff props. like Because it's St. Louis, maybe you're able to get him at 6.5 rather than 7.5 to open, and that might be a good direction to go. Uh, But all in all, I'm going to be fading Woodruff today, even though he's at home.
1: I mean, they have something to play for. If he's pitching well, his ceiling is massive. Um, so, I mean, you have you have that going for you. Um, but yeah, I don't think I want to play. I don't think I want to.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: In tournaments, I love him. Like in large field tournaments, I think he's a fantastic play. Um, but yeah, with something to play for. It's very – like, right now it's rare to have a team to play for something. It's so weird because, I mean, the playoffs are pretty much – outside of, like, four or five teams, the playoffs are set. Um, it's so weird. But, anyway, any interest in the Cardinals' bats here? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you still have to respect, like, Woodruff in this spot. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah, I can't play him at all. And, really, that that's almost – that's at least five games, at least in five of these games. See, we've got we've got pitchers that we may not necessarily want to play, but we can't stack against them or prefer to not stack against them. Uh, but, yeah, very interesting.
1: It's a very interesting slate. And, yeah, good tournament slate. I don't have any interest in the Brewers, do you? No. Nope. I mean, I don't hate Renfro in tournaments. He is someone that has always been very good against left-handed pitching, and he has been hitting the ball well here over the last couple of days.
2: Yeah, I did for sure. I mean, he, yeah, he's he's the ultimate one-off, but I'm probably still going to fade Milwaukee today and, let, and make them beat me.
1: Oh, yeah. Arizona at Houston. This game has a six-and-a-half total. Some books have this at six, like Bet MGM has this at six. It's very rare to see a game at six. Zach Gollan against Justin Verlander, the Astros, a 200 favorite here. Any interest in Gollin going up against Houston?
2: I don't – guys. this is another one of these weird spots. Like, really, outside of that start against San Diego, which could very well end up like this start – He's been incredible, Stevie. Talk about another guy dialing up the strikeouts down the stretch. 13, 4, 11, 7, 7, 6, 12, 6, 8, 5, 5. Like, the strikeouts have been there down the stretch. Um, I think at 9,400, you take a shot. I, I definitely think you take some shots, Stevie. That that That's my viewpoint on, on Gallant today.
1: Yeah, not a cash game play, but, I mean, tournaments, he's very – I mean, who's playing cash still? If you're still playing – if you're still grinding out cash games, kudos to you. Um, yeah. But in tournaments, Zach Gollan has over 30 fantasy points in four of his last five starts, and one of yeah. those starts was in course. Um, he's pitching fantastic right now. This is a very talented prospect that was involved in the Marte deal, I think. Um it was the it was whatever the deal was. I can't remember what it was, but it was like it was the most shocking thing the Marlins have done, um, in my opinion, over the last couple of years. But anyway, I'm not the GM. <laughs> uh, Verlander on the other side of this game. The only interest that I have here in Verlander is is this the start he goes out and kind of ices the cake for the Cy Young.
2: I mean, he's facing Arizona. If I had to choose between Verlander facing Arizona and Cole facing Toronto, I'd absolutely take Verlander uh, against Arizona at home. So I'm, I'm with you. It Came back against. I mean, even against Baltimore, it was at 93 pitches. So I, I, I like Verlander here. I, I still don't like him better than Nola. If I had to go up, he, he would definitely be the other option.
1: Uh, I think his ceiling is massive. Again, like my my SP one and like preferred lineups today is Nola. I mean, there is no doubt in my mind. My preferred SP one today is Aaron Nola. So, yeah. comparing all these expensive guys to those, like I like Quintana a lot as an SP two. I mean, I'm probably gonna build around that to start the day. See what ends up throughout the day um any bats in this game i got no bat i want to touch in this game and that's weird for me on the houston side but zach gollan has been pitching great and houston's not cheap so i want nothing to do with bats in this game yeah yeah this is
2: a a full pitcher's duel here i'm with you 100 percent
1: bet mgm has it as a six a six total tells you everything you need to know about a baseball game yeah Oakland at LA taking on the Angels eight total in this one. The Angels are one ninety favorites. Uh, Martinez against Lorenzen. Any interest here in Adrian Martinez? No. It's gonna be a pass for me too. Um, no interest whatsoever in him. Uh, any interest here in Lorenzen on the other side?
2: No, this feels like the one game he's been pitching okay. Like his last couple starts, you saw the cage pickup up it was against Seattle and Texas. Nah, I can't do it. He's facing Oakland, sixty-two hundred. I'll roll the dice.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, man, don't don't ever don't ever think this spot. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, and oh, the, oh, the good man. thing is, like. The good thing is people got burned by Sandoval on Tuesday, so they might not go back to the well here on Lorenzen, but yeah, I mean, this is a great spot for him. This lineup is not great, and he's not a huge strikeout guy, but he has good strikeout stuff, 11% swinging strikes. His biggest issue is just command and struggling with walks against lefties. The good thing is, I mean, maybe three or four lefties, but not a ton in this lineup today. So I, I think Lorenzen's definitely in play here.
2: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely.
1: Any interest in the Oakland bats? No. I have some slight interest in the Angels here against Martinez. Really struggles with both lefties and righties, but really struggles with power and fly balls to lefties. So, Ragnifo, Tani, Ford, um, All people I think you can play here. Obviously, Trout, but I mean, I think this is a spot you could see like two, three home runs off of this guy by the Angels early in this game.
2: Mike Ford is 2K, bro. Like, if you're stacking Angels, get him in there.
1: Yeah, I mean, you just pair him with Trout and Otani and, you know, kind of helps the average. It doesn't make it the best, but definitely think the Angels are in play here. Um, Yeah. This guy just allowed, what was it four home runs the other night to the Astros? Like, he can allow home runs in bunches. All right, we got the Dodgers and the Padres. Seven and a half total. Dodgers are a slight 135 favorite. Urias and again, Musgrove. Any interest here in Urias? No. Man, tough matchup against the Padres. The Dodgers aren't playing for anything. I feel like they're gonna have kids' gloves on these pitchers to come down the stretch. Um I I just I don't I don't think I'm gonna play really any Dodgers pitcher down the stretch. They just unless they're pitching like phenomenal, I just don't see them like letting them go deep into the game. So yeah. uh any interest in Musgrove?
2: Nope. <laughs> yep, not not facing I mean the Dodgers don't have much to play for, but this team can still hit. If they rolled out some form of a, a secondary lineup, I may have interest, but if not, I'm off.
1: They're not going to. Um, I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to or not, but any chance that they could try to keep the Padres out of the playoffs, I feel like they have to win these games. Yeah. Or try to win these games. So, um. I don't think it's likely for the Padres to miss the playoffs, but if I mean if you're if you're the Dodgers manager and everything, like you want to try to take a team like the Padres out and not let them get a chance to make the playoffs. So
2: yeah.
1: Uh Dodgers bats, I mean they're kind of pricey here against Musgrove. I think it's a stack or fade situation.
2: Yeah, I mean, and once again, Musgrove's a good pitcher. I don't really want to play Musgrove because I feel like his upside is cap against the Dodgers I also don't want to play the Dodgers because I think their up, upside is capped against Musgrove um you know I, it's kind of the worst of both worlds for both sides of the pitching and the offense of this game good enough pitchers to neutralize the offense good enough offenses to neutralize the upside of the pitchers uh
1: Padres I mean, I think you take shots on Machado or Dury. They're just expensive, but, I mean, they crush left-handed pitching. Yeah. Texas at Seattle, no total in this game. It sounds like it's going to be Perez against Kirby. Any interest here in Martin Perez? Uh
2: I don't think he has the most upside in the world, but I also don't think he gets blown up. So I'm probably going to fade him. But if he were to go out and strike out six Seattle Mariners, six innings and give up two runs on five hits, like I wouldn't be shocked.
1: My problem with Perez is he's 8,700. Yep. 8,700 for a 21% K rate guy. Um I think he puts up like twenty to twenty-two, and I don't think that's enough on a twelve-game slate for eighty-seven hundred. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on Martin Perez today. Uh, any interest here in Kirby on the other side of this game? I don't
2: hate Kirby, man. Eighty-four hundred. The problem is, uh, I really wish uh, the pitch count was was still steadily in the nineties, but I mean, he's pretty much down into the eighties now. Uh, which is which has been, you know, mostly all year. Like the, he, he's had some games in the 90s, went through a stretch, but mostly all year he's been in the 80s. I don't think that stops today. 8,400, what I think you're banking on is him really hammering Texas like the three through nine hitter. I think that's what you're banking on. And he could absolutely annihilate that that group uh, of hitters, but man, I, I hate I'd hate to rely on that and him just you know get a couple ground balls and then pick up enough strikeouts. I like him, don't love him. If I'm building 150, he's probably at
1: 50%. Yeah. um, I don't know what to think here on Kirby. Like you said, the pitch count concerns me. Seattle's still playing for something, but I feel like he has a quick leash. I don't even know if it's necessarily a pitch count thing. I think he's more capped innings-wise. So I don't think I play Kirby here, but I mean – I don't think it's the craziest idea because there are a ton right now with the call ups and everything for Texas, there's a ton of strikeouts in this lineup. So, yeah, 85 pitches might be enough for Kirby to still put up 30 fantasy points in this spot. So, <laughs> yeah, if the strikeouts
2: are there for sure,
1: all right. Um, any interest here in the Texas Bats? Uh, negative. Yeah, I think you could always take shots on like Corey Seager as like a one-off, but that's probably it. And on the Seattle side, I definitely like Mitch Haniger. Uh, Suarez came back. Ty France is a good power righty. Um, Cal Riley, switch in catcher that has twenty-five home runs on the season, very quietly. The um, big dumper. Obviously- I mean, yeah. If you're not in like the DFS or betting world, do you know that Kyle Riley has 25 home runs? Probably not.
2: Yeah, yeah. And 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 their boy Julio almost won the home run derby, which people know that. But interesting little young team.
1: Yeah, I mean, we won't see Rodriguez back till Monday. He got put on the IL. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Any interest here in the Seattle Bats? Uh,
2: I, I do have some interest now the problem is i still don't think marty perez is going to get lit up but you're just kind of hunting for power here so probably a little bit of hanniger a little bit of rally but that's about it
1: um we finished it out colorado at san francisco trying to see who's pitching do you see who's pitching for the giants here there's no total out in this game yet um anyway and we know it's jose arena pitching for is a jelly uh, pitching?
2: that's what dk has for sure um uh, but i don't know
1: sean gel is that yeah maybe uh I assume the age is silent. So I'm gonna call him Sean Gell. Um okay, so maybe he is uh, he's not stretched they, out though. So I mean Yeah, they option him. Yeah. So yeah, I mean we'll have to see if he pitches or not, but uh Jose Arena's pitching for the, the Rockies. So I mean I don't think we're playing either pitcher in this game, right? No, negative. Suck bats. Um I mean the Rockies here. I don't know what to really expect from Sean Gell if it is him. I, I, he's not going to pitch deep into the game. Um, the Giants' bullpen is middle of the road type of bullpen. Any interest here in the Rockies?
2: Not really. Um, you know, and I was checking their K rates out, Stevie. Into the season, a few of those extra younger guys are in the lineup, the strikeouts are up i um, not sure if they're going to be able to even string together the same amount of runs I, I don't think we need the giants to win a tournament tonight so they get the faith
1: i do like the Giants side of this game though um i love playing hitters against jose arena obviously i like jock peterson he's the big power bat in this lineup um Listen, Urena has a 400 Woba and a 44% hard hit rate against lefties, 13% K rate. So Yaz, Peterson, Crawford, uh, Vossler. Um, Vossler, I think, is still really, really cheap. So I'm looking at San Francisco as like a cheaper potential stack on this slate. Yeah, I don't don't
2: hate it at all. He's 2,800, yeah. Yeah, I don't hate that, especially against Urania, man. He's he's going to give it up, so uh, I'm with you. Love San Francisco.
1: Don't know if I full-stacked them with this game being in San Francisco, but, I mean, as bad as the Rockies' bullpen is and how bad Urena is, I definitely want to get some Giants' bats in there today. Yeah. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then we will get out of here under 8K to get six or more strikeouts today. Who do you got?
2: Let's go with – I mean, I know who the the obvious guy is. Let me check something really quick here, Stevie. Give me Jose Quintana.
1: Yeah, I like that. I'm going to go Hayden Wazinski. He's yeah. someone that he's hit six or more strikeouts in three of his first four games here. And I think he could have a big game here against Philadelphia. Over 8K to score under 15. Who is your bust today?
2: Give me. Whew. Give me
1: Musgrove. I'm going to go Garrett Cole. I'm feeling. I'm feeling free today. There's so I many reasons it. why it should be Cole. But yeah. he could easily dominate this team too. So I could I could be laughed at, and that's fine. It happens to the best of us. Over eight, over four K to hit a home run today. Who do you got going yard today?
2: Uh let's go with So I like a couple guys here, Steven. Gosh, that's always my problem. I like too many guys. Give me Devers.
1: Well, you take one of my guys from my favorite team. I'll take Michael Harris from the Braves. I, I love like this it. spot against a fly ball pitcher. So I'm going to go Harris. Under 4K to get two hits, who's a cheap bet that you like today?
2: I'm going back to my team. I identified this one early in the pod going eddie rosario as long as he's in the lineup at 2600
1: i like that i am going to go to the giants and a hitter that i just talked about and jason vosler 2800 prospect and gets a great matchup here against arena in this colorado bullpen so give me a stack to score six or more runs today
2: um trying to go non-obvious here stevie but man i, I feel like the right play today give me the baltimore orioles
1: took my pick um <laughs> like i was gonna think uh give me the giants i mean i, I feel like this this is a really good spot for the giants so i could see them i could see them scoring six or more runs today All right, that's going to wrap us up here for Wednesday. Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
2: Nah, man. All days of MLB, keep grinding, keep churning. Uh, You might catch some people slipping and end up taking down a GPP,
1: man. Yeah, I mean, check props. Um, There were a couple really soft props last night when I got done with the podcast with – keith and was able to jump on some stuff before it moved like there's a i forget who it was i pulled up real quick but there's a strikeout prop that moved a whole strikeout by the time i bet it in later in the afternoon so yeah jump on jump on those um early in the day late at night um i mean you're going to get the best props possible um late at night so there you go all right we'll be back tomorrow. Talking baseball, I think we got a five or six game slate tomorrow. And then the NFL podcast will be out tomorrow as well on Thursday. He is Will. I'm Stevie. Good luck, everyone. We will see you again tomorrow.